welcome to another edition of Freshly Pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM here in Abeokuta. My name is Lulu Fadoju and I have in the studio with me Akeem Kareem. We'll be looking through uh, some of the stories in the papers this morning and uh, taking some analysis from Akeem Kareem. And then you can also get to share your thoughts that will be later on on the program. And starting with the stories we have in the Paunch newspaper this morning, quite a number of uh, interesting stories if you ask me. The headlines we have here, electricity consumers not required to pay for meters under NMMP. That's according to the NERC. Away from this to another headline still in the Paunch newspaper, global crime challenges require new strategy. That's according to the IG, that's the Inspector General of Police. Troops attacked insurgents killed 50. That's according to the defense headquarters. Away from this to another one, a controversy over arrest of bank boss at uh, Okonkwo. FG to purchase COVID-19 booster dose embarks on mass vaccination. Reps fault planned auctioning of recovered looted assets. Killer headsmen devise new tactics to attack communities. That's according to Benway Group's Justice Inyako. She'll disqualify herself from Kano's trial. That's according to Kano's counsel there. Away from this to a few other headlines in the Punch newspaper, you have this one. GMD charged with attempting to fraud, or rather to defraud CBN of $100 million. Away from this to another one, uh, Baptist worshippers ab- Baptist worshippers abductors ask community to send food for captives. Away from this to other headlines, uh, Anambra celebrates Anambi Azikwe's birthday, declares public holiday. Oshun spent 800 million naira feeding 240,000 vulnerable citizens in eight months. Buhari Obaseki Tinumbu commiserates with Dangote over brother's death. You have another headline, Buhari promises judiciary financial autonomy, laments slow justice system. That's something we'll be looking into later on on the program. A few more headlines from the Punch newspaper. You have this one, a slain vanguard reporter's family peaks holes in police, re- police claims. Jagger urges youths to join active politics. And you have this one, NBA, others reject new law school campuses. Falano kicks a few more headlines now where there's this particular story that I knew uh, or I had a conversation with uh, a few individuals this morning about. That's the NSAS uh, report. NSAS, nine confirmed dead at Lekki Tollgate, says Lagos Panel. That headline is there in the Paunch newspaper this morning. I take a quick breather. When I return, I'll be taking more headlines from the papers and then details. Stick around. It's still freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. <laughs> So then don't that get the bracket. Fabio Kuta will stay. Their name na Shoba. Services Nigeria Limited. They be on get better for planning and awarding agency to send anything to anywhere in Nigeria or to abroad. We last see Shoba Services Nigeria Limited who help you send them to anywhere. Local and international delivery like letter, document, and pursuit. Not the only this one be their job. They sabi about all this one as well. Yeah, and see fry. Yeah, ticketing, insurance. So Oba Services Nigeria Limited. Eh, hey, go meet them for their office today. Where they know. Number 47 Olusha Gonshoba Road. Okay, Lewo Abelta. Their WhatsApp number B 0818-900-8976. Telephone line 0802-387-5069 and 0818-900-8912. Website www.showoba.com.ng. On social media, Showoba Services Nigeria Limited. Email SOWKLTD at yahoo.co.uk. Showoba Services Nigeria Limited. Let's go meet them today.
Ade, o ma si oju se mo gege bi arole idile e. O tu ojo meta ti mame o ti fi awon atejise adura iranse. Tori pe o ko lati fi data olososu iranse si. Ah, Olori, ara ko ri be o. Wo, ko si awawi kankan o. O to ni ke iwo na le ra data si lati pin laarin ore ati ebi pelu ebun edegbeta megabyte fun enikan kan to ba pe fun lori ilana Airtel Family Plan. Tester 141 hash bayi lati janfani yi Airtel the smartphone network fresh for 107.9 invigorated Back now, going to the Tribune newspaper for a couple of headlines. Uh, you have this one in the Tribune newspaper. Judiciary must be free for all, from all interference. That's according to President Muhammad Buhari. I will not subscribe to cover-up of Lagos and SAS panel report. You also have another one. Azu threatens fresh strike, gives FG 21 days ultimatum. Another one, all your park managers who allegedly... Yes, who allegedly beat Okada Ryder to death. Okay, that story is there in uh, the Tribune newspaper this morning. Let me try to get details of that. Okay, yeah, moving, flipping through real quick so I can get uh, the full details of that particular headline there. Okay, but while I wait for that, let's move on to other headlines. Uh, still in the Paunch newspaper, you have uh, another story having to do with the Namdi Kano saga. March words with action. That's uh, something there also in uh, the Tribune newspaper this morning. It's about time we take details of some of the stories. Uh, let's uh, start with this one. I will not subscribe to cover up of Lagos NSAS panel reports. That's according to Ade Borua. As the Lagos State Judicial Panel on NSAS on Monday, November 15, 2021, submitted its report to the Lagos State Government, Lagos State's Lagos-based right activist and lawyer, Ebu Olu Ade Borua, SAN, has stated that he will not subscribe to anything would amount to covering up the report of the panel and in that the panel has done its work the best way that it could. Adeborua made this known in the release shortly after a brief handover ceremony at the government house Alausai Keja, adding that, denied, adding that Nigerians should demand justice against all culprits who have been named in details in the report. That story is there in the Paunch newspaper and still having to do with that particular report. It's this one in the Paunch newspaper and says nine confirmed dead at Lekki Tollgate, says Lagos panel. It has this rider, says army likely used live bullets on protesters. The Lagos State Judicial Panel on, of Inquiry on Restitution for Victims of SARS-related Abuses and Other Martyrs says at least nine persons were confirmed dead at the Lekki Tollgate on the night soldiers stormed there to disperse NSAS protesters on October 20, 2020. The Justice Doris Okuobi-led panel made this known in its report submitted to the Lagos State Government on Monday, titled Report of Lekki Incident Investigation of 20th October 2020. A copy which was made available to the punch, the panel said at least 48 protesters were either shot dead, injured with bullet wounds, or assaulted by soldiers. 
According to the report, nine protesters were confirmed dead, while four were presumed dead. The panel listed 48 names as casualties of the incident. Our story runs on and on there in the Punch newspaper, and there are still a few more things uh, I'd like to highlight from that particular story. So scrolling through now to get uh, a few more details. According to the 309-page report, the protesters were allegedly killed by policemen and soldiers. That's what the report is saying. There are a few more uh, recommendations. Uh, let's see if I can get to that real quick. Also having to do with that particular story. The panel stated further find findings as follows. Uh, I quote, The panel finds corroboration of the case of gunshot wounds in the testimony of Dr. Aromolate Ayobami of the Granville Trauma Center, which, where several victims of gunshot wounds were treated comprehensively and discharged. That story is there in the Punch newspaper. It made uh, a couple of recommendations now that I can't uh, get to as I'm trying to look I can get it, but while reading the story earlier, it also recommended you know the prosecution of uh, certain officers who it uh, okay. Furthermore, the panel recommended disciplinary actions to the following officers that's Lieutenant Cornell S. O. Belo, Major General Godwin Umelo, who refused to honor the summons of the panel in order to frustrate the investigation. All officers and men of the Nigerian Army that were deployed in the Leki Tollgate on October 20, 2020, should be made to face appropriate disciplinary action, stripped of their status and dismissed as they are not fit and proper to serve in any public or security service of the nation. Away from this to another story that's uh, quite uh, okay. That's uh, okay. I found that story also in the Punch newspaper. It's having to do with us here in Ogun State. Why I resigned from Abiodun's cabinet. That's according to Attorney General, the Attorney General and Commissioner for Justice in Ogun State, Akin Bolahon Adeniron, has resigned. He tendered his resignation on November 8th following what was described as personal reasons. Confirming the resignation, Adeniron, in a statement titled My Reasons for Resigning as Attorney General and Commissioner for Justice, Ogun State, said he had resigned from the cabinet of, of Dakbo, a building government. He, however, refuted reports that he tendered the resignation. The letter of resignation due to massive corruption in the government. The statement read partly, and quote, My attention has been drawn to some online news publications purporting to provide reasons for my resignation from the Ogun State Government as the Attorney General and Commissioner for Justice. While it is true that on the 8th of November 2021, I formally notified His Excellency Prince Dakbo Abiodun MFR, the Governor of the State, of my decision to resign from the Cabinet I must state that contrary to the online news publications, my reasons for resigning are purely personal. That story is there in the Paunch newspaper. And I'm still taking a few more stories now from the Paunch newspaper. Moving to all your state, you have this one, or rather in the Tribune newspaper. Okay, yeah, while I'm trying to load that particular story. Still taking a while to get to that particular story in the Tribune, or rather in the Tribune newspaper this morning. But uh, away from this now to a few more stories. Let's get this one. Uh, okay, uh, I think it's taken a while. There's uh, some 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 itch there, here and there. Okay, you have this one having to do with Asu in the Punch newspaper. Asu threatens a fresh strike. Says agreed 22 billion naira allowance unpaid. That's something in, in the Punch newspaper. The Academic Staff Union of Universities on Monday gave the federal government a 21-day ultimatum over the failure of the government to implement the agreement reached with it. This is as the Minister of State for Education, Chukuma Mwajwiba, claimed in an interview with the Punch that the union had failed to submit a breakdown of the workers, en- workers entitled 
to the 22.1 billion naira and allowances. The Asu President, Professor Emmanuel Oshodeke, who spoke during a press briefing at the University of Abuja, blamed the federal government for failing to honor the agreement it signed with the union, which made it call off its strike in December 2020. I have a Kim Kareem in the studio with me. Good morning, Akim Kareem. And good good to morning. Have you. How are you? Quite, I'm um, very well, thank you. Quite a number of uh, topical. So, what's the biggest thing for you? Oh, uh, my, oh, mine. I, I don't know how to. For me, okay, okay. since you're asking personally, for me, it has to do with the report from uh, the NSAS panel. That's the NSAS panel in Lagos. Also, there's that uh, one of the resignation of the, um, what's it called now? The Attorney, Attorney General, General here in Ogun State. And then you have ASU. These are really, really uh, big issues, uh, big issues, uh, naughty issues, if you ask me. Uh, let's start with this one having to do with uh, uh, what's it called now? That's uh, Ikoi, I mean, the Lagos uh, report from the, the NSAS panel. Now it's been confirmed that according to that report, the people were killed at Lekki Gate. This was denied by the Minister of Information, the Minister of Information of Nigeria deny that such happened. You also had uh, other government functionaries who denied this particular event or that this particular incident or court. Uh, there was a... Uh, the, the, the panel described it as a massacre. Yes, they described it as a massacre in a context, in a particular context. I think uh, for me today is a, is a big news and uh, because when, uh, when things like this happen and uh, as a society we are unable to unable to Set, to portray to the entire world, not just Nigerians now, not just of people in Lagos State alone, the entire world, the truth of the situation. And then uh, uh, when you have people who have not done any investigation and decide to term it, oh, there were no killings and a lot of things. I, you see, for Alaji like Mohammed as a person, I think it's just proper in the Nigerian context to forgive him for some of his statements on the basis, on the basis that he works for a government. He works for the government. He's one of the image makers of the government. Mm. And I doubt if, in, 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 in sincerity, we expect him to align with the negative news around that government. Uh, are you saying the Minister for Information of Nigeria is allowed he's to not, say something not, that is not consistent he, he, with he, he the facts on the ground? He's not allowed to say it. But the Nigerians, the Nigerians in us will likely forgive him. I'm saying this personally, as I came carrying. So the Nigerianness allows for us to... No, no, because... because to side with what is not consistent no, with facts. No, no, no. I, for one, on mm. all my social media handles, I made it clear that I knew that there were killings in Lekki, but people were saying, even people that were not in government, Lulu, that was the bad part for me. People that were not in government, even journalists, even colleagues, were saying, yes, go and bring the cops. Go and be in the world to see the dead bodies. And I said, this is extreme and wicked insensitivity. People have loved their loved ones. Some of those who lost their loved ones. I, there's, there's somebody I spoke to who said, Hakim, I do, I do not want justice. I said, what do you want? He said, she, she and her family wants peace of mind. A colleague of mine lost a cousin and a brother confined to the wheelchair till today. From that day. And this was somebody I had first hand information from. And then after then, the CNN reports came out. Then I think uh, one other uh, online media, medium, brought out their report. Mm. But there was more of a, 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 a I, don't, I don't know how to put it. People just felt that, oh no, 
unless until we see the bodies, unless we see the people that died, unless we see the family of the victims, we will not believe. But then, when this panel started, I was skeptical, I was cynical about it, that someone in government has set up a government, a, a panel, but I was, I, I, I had one confidence in one person in that panel, that is Ebono Bogua, Adibogua, okay. S-A-N. I was sure that as long as it was on that panel, there's a likelihood that we're going to see the real truth as it is. And so when, when I went when, when yesterday, when we got the report that the panel has submitted this report, I was waiting, okay, let's see how it's going to happen. Then in the early hours of today, we got um, how it went by. And I read part of the report on Punch River, how they said that in the circumstances in which those people died, that it can be described as a massacre. Mm. Now, one of the issues that people who say there's no massacre depend on wickedly, wickedly, is that they go and open the channel for the same massacre is when so many people have died. They forget that as long as one person dies without justice, as long as one person dies unjustifiably, it can be seen to be a massacre in that context. Uh, and that's how the panel reports reported it. Yes. That the circumstances in which these people died, while sitting down on the ground, not obstructing anything, waving Nigerian flags can be described as massacre. And it depended what I had to say. Some people should not even hold any public office again. Mm. Some soldiers, some policemen, you know. And also some, some of the people that were invited to come and give, uh, give testimonies who refused to come. So I was deliberately misleading them. But out of this, yeah. the good one for me is that a, a, a former panel has been set up by Governor Somolu again to bring out um, what they call a white paper, that implementation. Mm. I think for Governor Somolu, I think to, up to this point, I, I I need to commend him for that because I know there's a possibility that if, if as a governor he didn't want the truth to come out, he, he could, there could have been ways, ways by which they perpetually adjourn and there'll be nothing from the panel. The, so the, now okay. I want let, I wind up now. So now what I want further from Governor Shoulu is that the white paper should be implemented to the letter. They should use all instrumentality of the law, all known laws. To make sure that the perpetrator of this injustice, heinous crime against humanity, are brought to book, so that you serve as a deterrent to other soldiers, to other commanders, to whoever who feel that they have the power of life and death over helpless citizens, helpless use of Nigeria. Now, this is uh, we have so many issues to touch on, but okay. let's 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 trash this one out thoroughly. Okay. Um, you, you understand they were always there's this saying that there's no smoke without fire. Yes, somebody must have given the order. Okay. You know these people, I mean, people, you know, agents of security agents are people mm. under authority. Okay. The governor of that state is the chief security officer. On paper. On paper. We all know he's on paper. Now, 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 now there, there's, I mean, part of that report says the divisional police officer of the Marocco police station, along with policemen deployed from Marocco police station on that particular day should be prosecuted for arbitrary and indiscriminate shooting and killing of protesters. That's also part of what was contained in that report. Mm -hmm. You would, one should know that, or one would believe that these people would not just take make this decision by themselves. So my question now is, are we really going to get to the bottom of it if we don't also, or if the report does not cover those who probably give that particular order? I think that made the army go there okay. and also the police officers to... to commit that particular... Uh... Lulu, the truth of the matter, in my own estimation, mm. and this is my view, is that for the police, for the army, for every security agency we have in Nigeria, there are rules of engagement. Does the rule of engagement allow them or support them to shoot at 
protesters. Armless protesters. Armless protesters. Sitting and waving flags. Sitting and waving flags of Nigeria. Those Nigerians were waving their flags with the delusion. I said, we use that word, delusion. That they are dealing with mentally stable people who will respect the Nigerian flag and who will not shoot at persons holding the Nigerian flag. The people who shot at them, the soldiers, the police, whoever shot at them, shot them, knowing fully well that these guys could not shoot back, could not retaliate the, the, the shooting. And for the goods of engagement, once the goods of engagement have been violated, no matter how long it's going to take, no matter when it will be, I am sure that justice has to be... I think justice has to be done in this matter, and everybody who has a hand, whether it's the chief of Amistad, whether it's the commander-in-chief of the armed forces, whoever, if they have immunity today, they will not have immunity for the rest of their lives. And one day, they must be brought to justice so that things like this can, can be stopped. We cannot continue. Since something like this was similar to the China massacre in China. Very true. And you know how it happened? And how, uh, the, the consequences of that action... Even though China is a communist state where it's more of dictatorial, something like that may never happen again. In Hong Kong, where something similar happened, they were not firing live bullets at people. But so in Nigeria today, we realize that we always import the worst scenarios in every other part of the world without making it the best of the worst. Whereas, isn't, this, is, okay. isn't, this, isn't this an indictment on the government, on the federal government of Nigeria, and also the state government that's in Lagos State? I, I'm taking you back now uh, okay. to, to, to that statement, to the Minister of, for Information, who said it was a massacre without bodies, because he disputed that this actually occurred. And he threatened to sue CNN. And threatened to sue CNN. I wonder why he didn't sue CNN. So, so, so are, we, are we expecting the Minister of Information to take back his words? And <laughs> yes. <laughs> these, these are important questions to ask. Are we expecting him to take back his words? Are we expecting the federal government and the Lagos State Board government to take responsibility <coughs> for this particular I think, thing. I that think, occurred. in my estimation, real quick, the leadership of Lagos State of Lagos State government, uh, Governor Olu, has done the right thing by setting up this panel in the first place. He was desirous of truth and reconciliation. Mm. He was desirous of justice. If he didn't want it, he would have just allowed a few days to go over it, and everything would have probably returned to normalcy. So, on this, I singular Governor Sonolu Bajide. I think he has done the right thing. But I am sure, I'm convinced that the Nigerian government, represented by President Mohamed Dubari and his ministers and his handlers, will not be humble enough to eat the humble pie and come out and apologize to Nigeria. take responsibility. They will not. Maybe they're going to do it, maybe when they leave government and they will not say, Yes, that was the information they had at that time. But I doubt that the Nigerian government, look at this government between 2015 and today. Let, let's How many times have they, have they, have they, yes, it's my opinion. I'm mm. a mathematician. Okay. We forecast, we simulate events. Mm. I, I, sus, I am of the strong opinion that this government will not take responsibility for this. And in a few days now, you are going to see a rebuttal or refutal of this lucky report. Even though they will not come out with anything that is judicial, they will only come out with their opinion and, and try to load it over us. And unfortunately, some Nigerians will swallow this hook, line, and sinker. We'll see how that particular, uh, how it goes in the next couple of days, if there'll be reactions from the federal government concerning, you know, the Lekki, what one more my term, or what people are calling the Lekki massacre. But uh, it has to do with the shooting of peaceful protesters at the Lekki Togate, according to that report. We'll be going on a quick break. When we return, we'll be talking about the Attorney General of uh, Ogun State, who who resigned and the stories emanating from that particular resignation. 
It's still fresh depressed and fresh 107.9 FM. Stick around. Belkuta, congratulations, yo. The hospitality industry leader. Don't land Yes, Academy Suits. The Babala Hotel in Wetanda for Ibadan. The cultural capital of Yoruba Landi. Don't open for Abel Kuta Academy Suits. Una home away from home hotel. We get the Obonga comfort for we customer. Plus include leisure with proper cleanliness. Na Academy Suit to get her. Plus include Olympic size swimming pool with security na watertight for our restaurant. You go Baladu Continental and the local food with the check in the morning. Everything about Academy Suit na quality with unbeatable low price to confirm waiting at the talking for what match now now to academy suit went and beside abadia central mosque mko abiola way abel kuta abikukuma they call this number 0817666601 academy suit na home away from home this is fresh 107.9 where we keep you fresh all day Welcome back. It's still freshly pressed and fresh 107.9 FM. And I still have in the studio with me, Akeem Karim, giving some perspectives to some of the stories. Uh, shortly, we'll open the phone lines. Before this, uh, let's touch on a few more stories. Uh, let's come here. Now in Ogun State, you have that story having to do with the resignation of the Attorney General and uh, Commissioner for Justice. That's Akeem Bolahon Adeniro. He has resigned. It's quite interesting. Some of the stories, some of the stories that emanated has, you know, said, uh, you know, he resigned due to massive corruption in the government however it's come out to refute that particular uh you know that story that's been making the rounds it's saying hey he did not resign due to anything having to do with uh, massive corruption he's not even aware of any form of massive corruption in the, uh, the in government here in ogun state however however he's saying he resigned due to personal reasons uh, what do you make of the resignation of the attorney general yes i, I think the fundamental thing to note is that he has a Basic rights to associate with who he wants to associate with. He was appointed as a commissioner and was approved by the House of Assembly. And uh, even for whatever reason, personal reason now, he, he, he wants he, he wants to resign. But I think some people will not will not go that way. More if they have whatever reason, they'll say like, okay, let me manage it, let's see it out. But I think he has done the needful, he has done the right thing. It will have, it's not it's not it's not a big story for me anymore. For me, it's not a big story. Mm. The big story will have been <laughs> the first news we heard. We had that uh, resigned due to massive corruption. But uh, while searching for that story, I also found out <laughs> this other one, this anticlimax. Yeah, I said uh, he resigned for personal reasons and that there's no corruption anywhere, and that is in estimation mm. that uh, the has done the right things and they have done their best in his own ministry mm. for the dispensation and dispensation uh, of justice, which I think is uh, the main duty of the Attorney General streets and uh, why well, I know that if there was actually a smoke somewhere <laughs> if there's actually fire somewhere and we, we, still, we still find out the smoke oh. or if there because there can be no smoke there can be no fire without oh, yeah, the smoke yeah, yeah, I'm sure in the coming weeks we are going to see how it's going to pan out because the politics is approaching now interesting times ahead the politicians are going to as usual create some tension in the society and um, but I think we are going to also weather it like we've weathered previous Situations. All right, let's touch on the story having to do with uh, ASU's threat of uh, backing on another strike. Says that, uh, you know, the government did not or has not fulfilled its agreement with the body. The body went on strike previously, decided to call off the strike because an agreement was reached with the federal government. 
Now it's saying that the federal government has not implemented this particular agreement. Now, the Minister of State for Education, that's Chukwemeka Mwajuiba, claimed or is saying that ASU itself has failed to submit a breakdown of the workers entitled to that particular fund. That's 22.1 billion naira earned allowances. That's why it's not been implemented. But now ASU is threatening to go on another strike. Yes. See, <laughs> let we me, keep bringing my role in. Let, let me wow you. Uh, on Sunday, the chairman of ASU in Lautech, where I finished from, I was having a discussion with him. I called him the previous day. Last Saturday, he didn't pick up. Then I, <laughs> he's my good advisor. And then I chatted him and he responded. Sunday morning, I said they were in the meeting. The next meeting, Abuja, I said, oh, beautiful. I asked him deliberately. He strike on the option. He said, ah, oh, Kim, no. Apparently, at that time, they, they were not sure there was going to be an ultimatum for government to go on strike. But I knew it. That was a likelihood. I knew it the moment you have a situation in Nigeria where the people do not value it, where the leadership do not value education, where the leadership never put any integrity in their words, where the leadership never agreed that what they say and what they do are their bonds and we used to assess them like we have in Nigeria. Uh, I'm sure in a couple of days now you're going to hear the Minister for Labour and Productivity, Senator Ingrid, will come out and will bring a lot of English and tell you that's not how it's done in Harvard, that's not how it's been done in Cornell, that's not how it's been done in Cambridge. And you will bring a lot of issues and you end up confusing you more than more than uh, clearing here on the issue. In your own opinion. In my opinion. Yeah. In my opinion. That's all you, you find it confusing. Extremely confusing. When Mr. Ngigi talks on TV or radio, he ends up confusing, mumbling up basic things. Now, you can imagine a doctor, a medical doctor, going on TV to say we should bond Nigerian doctors. That's not that we should put doctors on bond. When, when, when this issue of bonding started in Nigeria, labor organizations kicked against it. That was against the human rights of people to put them on bond for a certain number of years because you have trained them. That training is part of the work and that they are going to work for you. Now, a minister in Nigeria in 2021 has, has recommended bonding for medical doctors. He has, he has refused to look at the other side of this doctor's position or point of view. So, someone who has that mindset of bonding in 2021 for doctors, yes, I have issues with doctors who live at will. But I tell you, if the doctors, I, I know doctors who have left Nigeria, but not because, let's, I, let's, I'll, let's go I'll go that, I'll go that. I will go back to Asu. Who left Nigeria, not because of salary, because of the working conditions. So if that person, is anything, this person always leading this delegation meeting Asu, you can always imagine what will come out. Now we have seen a certain, one Jiuba, who is the Minister of Education, saying that the Minister, Minister of Education, that they are not, that they are not the Minister of Finance. And you know, we think that a government is supposed to have strategic objectives. And that everybody in that government is supposed to be working towards all their utterances, statements, policies, behavior should be tailored towards the achievement of strategic objective. Now the government, the federal government of Nigeria, has entered an agreement more than a year ago. About 11 months ago. Close to a year now. Mm. And now you are saying they have not given us the list, they are not giving us this, they are not giving us that. What are the other conditions attached? Let's leave the issue of end allowance aside. End allowance is just one of these issues. I remember when this issue, this track was on, myself and Malaki were on this dial many times, and we had issues. Even from people, Professor Abola, a lot of people in Asu, Augustate here, Asu, Oyo, who felt that we were not taking sides with the, with, with, with the working people. Then, the, my issue was that the IPPIS, that had been, part of the issue was IPPIS and UTAS. Now, all these issues have been reconciled. Now, there's a responsibility on governments to pay. You're not saying it's the Ministry of 
finance. It's not Ministry of Education. They have also not gotten the list from you know uh, the, the union. No, no, that is that is the position of government. I'm sure that if we get somebody from ASU to call in now, they will tell you a contrary position. Probably the government is making it extremely difficult for them to even bring that list to them or to even work on that list. There's something in Nigeria they call government magic. However, I mean, that call is they can turn blue to white, they can turn blue to, to blue to any color. And if on any instance, and I, I, I'm strong about this, if on any instance there's an issue between working class people of Nigeria and the Nigerian government. Other times, other times, I will take side with the working class people of Nigeria. So on this, I so you have it, you have a bias. To, bias to, for the working class. Oh, oh okay, okay, that's that. It's a patriotic bias. Mm, all right, that's been cleared up. However, I, I got something from your from your some of some your, from your submission. You did mention that the minister for employment, labour and employment, that's Chris Ngige, and uh, you, you seem to have it's like an indictment now on the government. That's a theme that runs in some of the things we touched this morning. I mean, we did mention uh, the Minister for Information, that's Alaji Lai Mohammed. It's, we seem to, there seems to be an indictment, so to say, on, um, would I say, their, their delivery, what we get from them. Is, <laughs> yes, yes. Because you, you've pointed Lulu, out that... Lulu, don't speak too much English. Mm. What delivery are you talking about? Well, see, the basic things that people assess any government with mm. are basics. We discussed in the matter yesterday. People want good potable water. They want electricity. They want uh, good hospitals, affordable health care, and they want security. They want basic things. They don't want climate change. Nigerians don't want climate change. Nigerians are not asking you to come and do some funny, funny things that Americans will ask for, or if there's a, a debate on the House of Commons, they ask for. They want basics. Now, the team, the Mr. President was elected to do all these things. Other issues will come. Now, as long as these five or six basic things have not been met, any other thing of Mr. President going outside Nigeria to tell to, to, to tell them, I don't want to say to lie, because I believe Mr. President can will not lie. I believe he doesn't have the full information that you and I have. Going outside the country say the president have, does not have the full information you and I have. Uh, because he doesn't mingle with the people who you and I mingle with. Cool. He, he, I'm stay, he stays in the Ashok, hold up in Ashok, and then he reads the paper he wants to read. He gets information they give well, to you him. Don't, you don't know the president. You can't necessarily say what the president does and does not do. But he, he gets he gets reports on what's going on in the country. But what I was driving at, basically, okay. has to do with... I mean, you've had this indictment, so to say, in terms of um, maybe... Because they're not performing. Yes, that's Because the ministers are not performing. Because the president is not performing up to expectation. You think he's not performing up to expectation? No, let's go and do a, a, a random statistics on the road. Apart from the people benefiting from this government... Or people who hope to benefit, or people who hope to benefit from people benefiting, the average Nigerian knows that the government, this federal government of Nigeria is not working. So, what can the people do to get the government to get up? I mean, get to its responsibilities and do the needful. Lulu, in 2015, if I was going to vote, if I was not going to, if I was going to vote in 2015. I will never, I will not vote for President Wandu Now that we have 2019, what do you do? In 2019, yes. I didn't vote for him. I wouldn't have voted for him. So, the people who voted for him know what they saw in him. Now we are in this together. Mm -hmm. Lulu, today is 15th, am I sure? Today is uh, the 16th. 16th November. Me, I'm doing a countdown till May 29, 2023. I do, I've, I've managed my expectations about what this government can do. I know this government can, as many things it can do. The tendency, the capacity, no, the capacity is debatable. But there are people who can do things for this government. But this government has, believes uh, erroneously that it has done its best.
But though that best is not enough for people who are on the streets like you and I. So, for me, let's just do a countdown. Let's pray, like they ask us to pray, that President Mubarak Duhari hands over one United Nigeria that he inherited. Let the next president and next set of governors come and solve the, some of these problems for us. Well, I, I don't know if everybody who listening agrees with um, uh, your, your position this morning, but let's get their thoughts. Uh, you can share your thoughts on some of the issues that we've talked on or talked about this morning, 0803, or rather 80 That's 80 or 907 Those are the phone lines to be a part of the conversation. Hello, good morning. Good morning, my brother. Good morning to you. Um, name and where uh, are you calling from? This is Saturday calling from Abakuta. Mr. Lulu, God bless you. And Akim Karim, good morning to you. Morning, sir. God bless you. God bless you, you see, I want to agree with you in total 100% concerning the uh, bad leadership that we have today. You see, this lack of quality leadership is affecting every sphere of our lives. There's no doubt. Look at the story you told us about uh, the lies being told that people were not killed at Lekki Gate, Lekki Toll Gate or whatever, in, under the um, sphere of uh, N-Stars or whatever, police n You see, this environment, I began to see wickedness. And when official liars, official lies are being told under the presence or in the presence of um, uh, President Buhari, wickedness will continue to go. And that is exactly, I am not the one that's spoken, I mean, said this. Go to Proverbs 29, 12. You find this there. All right. Official liars. What ends there? Wickedness. Right. You see, a good leader not only knows where he's going, he needs to meet the needs and wants of the people. Look at what is happening to the Asu. Now, again, coming back, they said after 21 days that probably they will go back to their strike. Mm. Suspended strike. strike. In fact, it's quite unimaginable. You see, government has continued to betray their own people. This is the evidence. So what else do we need to achieve for? I can't, I also want to support, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in the same page with you, Akikari. I voted for this man 2015. I knew how much I went out to probably gather people to say, oh, integrity is coming, integrity is coming. But unfortunately, I, the, the trust I have in him and confidence as in betrayed. Right. And when you have, you don't have trust and confidence in anybody, what happens? His work does not prosper. And that's exactly what is thoughts. doing on around us now. Thank you very much. Thank you for your thoughts. Uh, we would hope that, uh, you know, uh, the, the nation prospers, however. We hope that the nation prospers more and more. Uh, let's get back to the phone line, 080-33-22-1079 and 0907-800-1079. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good good morning. I greet you. I greet you too. I greet you. I greet you. Yes. Yes. Engineer. Yeah. Good morning, engineer. Afolabi. I'm calling from Songo. Real quick. Uh, You see, uh, yes, I think um, you can now see the conscience of human being is the master of controller that controls every human being. If your conscience is worrying you, you will be continuing to seek. That is exactly that happened. That made Governor Sawulu to read out the report, which I think I, I, I salute his courage because he, he was where the thing is speaking his mind. Because 
this is the most grievous Hello? grievous okay. committed to the to humanity. All right. For what has happened on October twenty. That somebody now came out without even having the feelings of humanity and saying that people were not died at that lucky target. And the the person is still having a kind of full minded to himself, oh, believing do, that do everything up. will be come out of All right. Yes, yes. I, I think um, it's a good news to having the good, I mean, the real report of what okay. happened at Lekki. Okay. And all right, thank you for your thoughts. Yes, thank you for so, your thoughts. Thank you very much. Thank you yes. for your thoughts. Zero eight zero double three double two ten seventy nine and zero nine zero seven eight hundred ten seventy nine. That's zero eight zero double three double two ten seventy nine and zero nine zero seven eight hundred ten seventy nine. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Your name and where are you calling from? This is Dada. My name is Dada. Go ahead. I'm speaking from Abeokuta mm. on this issue of government not being trusted. The Federal Ministry of Education is telling lies that some documents have not been submitted to them. I repeat, they're seeking some tap teachers to 2018. They have not put them till now. And they want them to continue working. Are you a member of ASU? God bless you. Are you a member of I am not talking about that. I said teachers in Central University College. Oh, right. In Central University College. All right. Have been, have been given appointments in 2018. They have not been paid a comfort now. We'll try to verify that particular story. All right. We'll try to verify that particular story. Thank you for your thoughts, your contribution. 080-33-22-1079 and 090 Seven eight hundred ten seventy nine. Those are the phone lines to be a part of the conversation on Freshly Pressed and Fresh One Zero Seven Point Nine FM. Uh, quite an interesting one. Uh, you, you, the previous caller, that's uh, the penultimate caller, talked about the quality of uh, those we have in government. He used some words. Uh, he was using a word. I mean, he used the word like lies. So that you know, they tell lies. So that's uh, that particular word he, he used. And uh, I would rather say, you know, the. The statement, the statement, for instance, from the Minister of Information is not consistent with the facts as submitted by um, the, what's it called now, that, by the Lagos panel, NSAS panel. If we are saying now that, if you are saying that we should wait to 20, till 2023 before, you know, any, we expect any change, as it were, how then, how then? Should, should, are you saying we should not hold them accountable? No, no, no. We continue to hold them accountable. Accountable. We continue to speak to 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 to, authority, to, to power, uh, but then we also have to manage our expectations. We have done this in six years. We have seen minimal little changes, and uh, nobody should delude himself that uh, in the uh, dying days or months of the government uh, is when the the uh, magic wand will be will be swung into action. I'm not. I'm not. You think it's too late for there to be something? Uh, you, know, you, and, you and I know, and I know that from January first, twenty twenty-two, all the people in government will bother will be uh, is about twenty twenty-three elections. Well, but the, pres- the president would not be vying for, for office anymore. His party, the people anymore. he relies on, the people he relies on, his ministers, 
They want to go to the Senate. They want to be president. They want to be governors. And you know at those points that the issues of governance will be relegated to the background. When they were putting pay attention to it, we did not get too much of the results that, that we desired. And like we have said um, many times, it's not as if that uh, everything is gloomy, black, and not a negative. But then, with the high hopes that Nigerians had when they elected, when we, we elected now, because whether you vote or you don't vote, once he has been elected, we all of us have elected him in May twenty, May twenty, uh, May. Uh, 2015 when it was sworn in, and what we have today, you know, that there is a big gap between okay. the expectations yes. and the reality. All right, let's get back to the phone lines. Uh, let's get some thoughts. Hello, good morning. Hello, Hello good, Hello, good morning. morning. Good morning. You don't know where you're calling from. My, my name is Obotaya Robos. I'm calling from Abeokuta. Go ahead. Uh, thank you. Thanks for taking my call. All right. And I'm distressed by the reports that came out of Lagos. I'm humiliated because I had some young people who were there, and I keep on arguing with them that where are the cops? Like who said, I didn't know that they were speaking the truth. I'm distressed by this government. The solution is that they should commercialize these people involved, get them um, very seriously dealt with. All right, uh, thank you for your thoughts, uh, quite brief there. Do you think there should be resignations? There won't be resignations. I like to deal with the reality in Nigeria. The reality is that I, I found from a few people, probably like that, in general, who resign for personal reasons. Really, do you see Nigerian, Nigerian leaders resigning for whatever reason? I'm sure, even when they ask them to leave office, they don't want to leave office. So you can imagine, the people that don't want to leave office because they are enamored, they are. The 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 pecks of the office have taken over them that they find it difficult to live outside those offices. Zero eight zero double three double two ten seventy nine and zero nine zero seven eight hundred ten seventy nine. Hello, good morning. Yeah, hello, good morning, uh, Mr. Lulu and uh, Mr. Tim Good morning to you. Yeah, my name is Bolan Bolan Go ahead. Yeah, what about my take this morning on this uh, uh, proposal? Hello? You could remember. Right. Hello, am I on? Go, go on, go on. Uh, okay. So, like I was saying, I said I want to have my case this morning on this strike to the proposed strike on the stuff. Right. I, I think if you could remember vividly, uh, there are states of sectors in Nigeria that have gone uh, different strikes, you know, over the over the week, over the month, over the years. You know, like the health sector, educational, and all that, you understand? We have an advice for federal government. If federal government can look deeply to the situation on ground, that if it's education that is having problems, they should have known. If X is the one that is having problems, they should have. All of them can have problems at the same time. I think the person in question, Mr. NGJ, Dr. NGJ, I think they should find something to do with Dr. NGJ. You understand? I think he's the one that is doing. Uh, I'm not going to be. He's, he's the one that is, uh, you know, standing for the government. You understand? And if he can be standing, even the doctor that is not on his own side, you understand? He cannot solve their problem. So, what is the ministry of uh, what is his labor or whatever is doing? I think if they can be able to change this man, he can work. You understand? They should just try it. 
but she talks crying. Is of the opinion that uh, maybe if uh, you know, uh, maybe if the minister is maybe redeployed to another ministry, maybe the ministry can function. But we've always had to strike. We've had strikes even before the minister. No, it's know, not. It's not. It's not his fault uh, that, so, there are, that so, there are strikes. Mm. The truth is that it's not his fault. And some of these problems are inherited problems. But then when you negotiate with people, when you sign an, an agreement with them, don't forget this 2020 agreement we are talking with also, there has been one or two agreements, even with this government, on that. They have been on this issue of agreement, agreement from probably 2016 or 2017, right? And uh, if now your duty is to meet with them and there's an agreement, it's also your duty to make sure that your party to the, your, your, the, your own part to that agreement is added to Let's get to the phone lines and get some thoughts. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, my dear people in the house. Your name and where are you calling from? Yes, I am MOK from the United Towns of Ayeto. Go ahead. Happy day to you all. Dear brothers, you are seen now. When Nelsas came up, we were told series of lies that no gun was fired, no nobody was killed. You are seen the aftermath. I think in Nigeria we now we should now start doing away with quack politicians. We have quack politicians, unqualified the ones. If we look at the issue of the military, if even if, if Mr. President is so is also planet, he has people that we thought are capable. But these people are the ones now that are not doing the right thing at the right time. As you have been on negotiations since two thousand and nine. Every year, up to today, they are here to find solutions to problems of our uh, university and educational institutions. We are heading to them. The quality of education being up in any country will determine how that country will progress. And uh, Mr. President is now comparing our our children abroad that are flourishing as uh, uh, the basis for good education in Nigeria. Do we have any good education? Look at each of doctors. Uh, doctors are leaving the country on daily basis. Yes, the government is not doing the, the needful. We are we heading to. We are we heading to. I think we people too, we need to be allowed to our responsibility. 2023 is on board. So we should do away with this quack politician. Fresh one no seven point nine FM. That Beoluma, Okile, Fala, Fala. I welcome you to this program this morning, dear listener. I am Temitope Ibrahim, and with me is a guest from King's Interbiz Estate Limited. And with me this morning on this program is Mrs. Omoni Egbemisola. Good morning, our listeners. And for us having you here this morning, I know it's, it's a good news. What do you have for us? Yes, definitely a very, very good news. We are presently doing a promo on one of our property, and that is the one at Idiori. Okay. We sell our land outrightly per plot for 600000 And... For anybody who is buying half plots, we sell for three hundred thousand. Okay. Then, if you are buying on installments, we sell for seven hundred thousand. Okay. And initial deposit of ten percent, which is seventy thousand naira, and you will spread the remaining payment for twenty-three months, which you will be paying twenty-seven thousand 
400 monthly. Wow, wow. And we are not leaving out half plot people who want to buy half plot, who doesn't have enough to buy a full plot. Okay. So for anybody that is buying half plot, your initial deposit is 35,000 naira. Hmm. And your monthly payment, which will be spread for 23 months, you'll be paying 13,700 monthly. Wow. Now we have a promo. And um, our package is for the first 50 outright purchasers, we are going to give you a 5% discount on the cost of the land. Either you are buying half plot or full plot. So okay. there is 5% discount on your purchase. The first 50 clients who comes around okay. to buy. Then we are giving, there's a gift for buying and you are entitled to also a vegetable oil and rice for Christmas. Mm. Mm, Christmas. And this promo is going to last from 1st of November to 4th of December. Mm. And we are not also leaving out our instrumental payment. People okay, are not paying instrumentally. They are yes. not left out. They are not left out. Okay. So the first 50 instrumental uh, purchasers okay. are also entitled to gift. Mm. They are entitled to vegetable oil mm. and they are entitled to rice. Wow, that's awesome. Between you said the date is between first of November, first of no- November to fourth of December. When you call us. We take you to the location. You go and see the land. The land is well fenced around. Wow. It's fenced around gates. And people already are building inside the place already. Mm. We give instant allocation to whosoever is buying. Either outrightly or in installments. We are not holding you back. We want you to start working on your land. Even when you are paying installments, we give you allocation. You give us the duration of one month after payment. Then you are not paying for form. No. You just pay for your land. You get your receipts. And... We give you what we give you after your payment. Your you've made of total payment. You we are the one that will do your corner piece. Okay. We, we are the, we are the no one, special payment for no, corner no, piece. No. Wow. Agreement that you are not paying for that. Certificate okay. of allocation you are not paying for that. Hmm. Copy of perimeter survey you are not paying for that. It's free. All that is part of the money you have paid for. Okay. And also we have farmland at Abuli Alabata. Okay. That we are selling. And our farmland is 250,000 for one acre, which is six plots. And there's room for anybody that wants to buy in plot. Our plot is 42,000 naira per plot. And also it is not limited to people who want to pay outrightly. There's room for anybody that wants to pay in installment. Oh. For our installment per acre is 290,000.